Hi, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 41. Continuing with the uh, the Architectural Preservation Series, uh, this is Part 2 of Entrances and Porches. This will finish it up. So often, a lack of adequate maintenance, fire, or vandalism have caused portions, if not all, of the porch to lose key structural or ornamental features. In some cases, the desire to eliminate the need for maintenance or the perceived expense of replicating a porch has resulted in its removal and replacement with a porch made from other materials, as so much of our architecture is. In the 1950s and later, replacing wood posts or columns with cast aluminum or other or even fiberglass products or with simple steel piping became commonplace. When a porch has been replaced or removed completely, visual clues to its original configuration and location may be found on the building itself. These clues often consist of outlines of soiling or overpainting along the edges of the previous ornament. Discontinuities of ornament details on the porch main building where the porch roof has been located, or indications of where the porch was connected to the house. As air conditioning became available and the family social spaces moved indoors, the porch became, began to lose its prominence as both a social space and a place to escape overheated interior spaces. Increasingly, it was seen as inconsequential space as a result, the perceived need for additional enclosed interior space often meant the enclosure of a previously open porch. In some instances, the desire to create a year-round usable space prompted homeowners to enclose the porch with a glazing screen system composed of aluminum combination windows or similar products. In others, when more living space was needed, Porches were enclosed and used for a variety of interior uses. The practice also commonly occurred as former single-family owner-occupied homes were converted to multiple-unit rental apartments or as growing families expanded their living space. These enclosures generally significantly altered the overall appearance of the building. Some enclosures were created by simply enclosing the columns and ornamental details within the wall. Restoration-minded building owners should not be surprised to find to some of the portions, if not all, of these features still remain intact within the exterior walls. Unfortunately, though, and far more likely, these details were removed. Sometimes they were stored in a basement, attic, shed, or barn. In those cases, they ended up being discarded. Porches are constructed from the collected materials and assemblies described in earlier episodes. While treatments for each of those materials and assemblies have already been described, the treatments presented below provide an overview of the repair and replacement strategies that can be employed when working on porches. For porches, that have been reasonably well-maintained. Repairs often imply simple, further maintenance. For example, painting, caulking joints, 
and repairing minor surface defects. As the level of annual maintenance declines, the level of an extent of repairs increases. Many repair and maintenance activities associated with the roof, exterior cladding, windows, and foundations apply to porch materials as well as we've just covered in the past episodes. Repairs imply nominal intervention focusing on specific components and locations on the porch. When a component needs to be repaired, there is usually sufficient evidence remaining on the porch to give a general indication of what it should look like when it was intact. As with all repairs, though, the sources of deterioration should be identified and corrected as soon as possible. Repairs generally can be classified into the following types. Structural, roofing, drainage, flooring, cosmetic, and finishes. The most important yet least accessible repairs are those involving the structural systems, particularly those portions concealed within the roof and substructure of the porch. Inspection and repairs of structural components are the most invasive and ultimately affect many other types of repairs. When maintenance has been very poor, structural elements such as footings and roof framing need to be visually and physically inspected to determine their present conditions. These inspections may re require removal of ceiling materials to see rafters, porch apron, or nominal evacuations to assess the, <clears throat> the suspected problem areas. When the porch is well maintained, a structurally stable porch will have structural components that are level or uniformly sloping for drainage and plumb also. Nothing is sagged or twisted from its original position, ideally. This pristine condition is the result of no water penetration, no insect damage, and appropriate structural capacity. Rot and insect infestations are problems for wood components, especially where destructive insects are known to be common. What otherwise might appear to be visually intact components may in fact have been seriously compromised internally. Closer inspection may reveal splitting and cracking. Often the exterior paint acts as a consolidant holding the components actually together. I've seen instances where you have 10, 15 coats of paint actually holding where the, the total uh, mechanical fasteners, nails, or screws have totally rusted away. Some probing with a pointed object can test its integrity. If the surface remains firm under moderate pressure, the component may be structurally sound, but further pressure may indicate more serious underlying damage. Similarly, if sounding the component and what I mean by that is wrapping with your knuckles or a rubber mallet causes a solid resonant response, then the component is likely to be structurally intact. In material, materials other than wood, evidence of bending, breaking, cracking, spalling, erosion, and loss of physical integrity indicates structural problems. Structural repairs also include inspecting and possibly repairing the method by which the porch is attached to the main building. Differential settling can cause stress on the connections and cause the joints between the porch and the main building to open, admitting water, also pulling the building toward its sloping direction. 
This can cause bowed walls and actually major structural cracking and tearing of uh, wood timbers. Inspect the flashing and sealants used along this joint for watertight continuity. A structural components such as columns and footings fail. The porch is like, likewise pulled down from the face of the main building, putting further strain on those connections to the building. Not a good thing. Once the damaged components are identified, they can be repaired or replaced as needed. If necessary, jacking the porch up to relieve sagging may be possible. However, this should only be done under the supervision and consultation of a licensed historic preservationist. There are many repair strategies to do <clears throat> that do not necessarily result in the complete removal of these structural components. If the damage is minor, in all cases, the port should be structurally stabilized both before proceeding with the inspection and during the repair. Roofing on porches is similar to that of the main building, except that a porch is typically exposed to the outdoor elements year-round. The inspection and repair of porch roofing involves the same processes as other roof types. Drainage repairs have three aspects. First, there are the obvious problems involving missing, inadequate, or improperly maintained roof drainage. Clogged or missing gutters cause the water to flow in an uncontrolled manner. It can randomly drip off the roof, causing backsplash problems. Water can migrate to the interior of the porch roof, and water can freeze into ice dams. All drainage components should be checked for clogs and physical integrity. The second aspect is drainage from the flooring. Wooden decking should have nominal gaps between each floorboard or should slope toward the controlled drainage path. Other flooring should readily allow water to flow towards drains or scuppers along the porch perimeter. So, for instance, like weep holes or drainage paths from hollow columns should be open to allow any moisture inside the column to drain. Lastly, drainage on the ground around the perimeter of the porch should accommodate moisture relief from runoff from the roof and porch. If no roof gutters and downspouts are present, then coarse gravel or a French drain may be needed. Plantings should be pruned and build up soil or decayed plant material should be removed. This is particularly important if porch footings are made from wood or contain ferrous materials. Flooring is the most common component, particularly on wooden porches needing repair as flooring and stair components experience rot, corrosion, or settling. The resulting compression of materials can result in a loss of physical strength in the sloping of uneven surfaces, which in turn present many safety hazards. The unpainted end grain of wood draws water into the board, which can then be set to rot. On a similar basis, Porous masonry can absorb moisture and succumb to the ravages of freeze-thaw cycles. Exposed or unpainted ferrous materials can corrode and fail, particularly at connections and along all the joints. When salts from snow removal are introduced, surface decay can occur, and that can evolve into very serious losses. Therefore, Protective finishes should be well-maintained to keep water and harmful salts away from the raw flooring materials.
as described earlier in discussing their respective materials. There are consolidants and sealants that allow retention of the, of the historic fabric at a nominal cost compared to complete replacement of the damaged components. Wood is probably the easiest material to replace in a piecemeal repair process. When this is done, all surfaces, including those to be concealed from view, should be coated with a suitable primer. Cracking and missing masonry flooring may be replaced using similar new or salvaged masonry material from other sources or salvaging it from less prominent portions of the floor and putting the new stone in those less important locations. The bedding substrate should allow the repair flooring to lie smoothly and permit water to drain adequately. Repairing metal flooring and stair components may be completed by removing decayed pieces and fitting in replacement components. An identical replacement for an entire component may be available through salvage or as a custom casting. Lastly, but probably best known, is the repair of finishes. So as noted throughout all of our episodes, protective surface finishes are the major defense against the surface problem of moisture penetration and ultraviolet radiation decay. When these finishes fail, decay of the exposed material begins immediately. The distortions brought on by decay open joints, permitting additional moisture to decay to occur from within the assemblies as well. Two essential components of repairing these finishes are surface preparation and sealing all open joints and end grains. All surfaces to be refinished should be clean and free of anything that will hinder a sure bond of the finish to the existing surfaces. Biological growths, soiling, oils, salts, and other contaminants must be removed first. Very important. Failing finishes should be sanded or scraped to remove loose debris. Any areas where finishes firmly in place can remain, and any areas with exposed raw materials should be primed. If lead paint is present, it will need to be removed and disposed of following local health department guidelines. Once the surface is prepared, open joints should be sealed with care, not to seal weep holes or other intentionally constructed drainage paths. Application of the finish should follow the manufacturer's guidelines. Replacement usually occurs when the entire porch or major components of it are missing or have deteriorated beyond the point of simple repair. When there is physical evidence of the original components, these components can be used to directly model the replacements. For example, brackets or other portions of ornamental trim may have been removed previously rather than being repaired, or perhaps just repainted. In some instances, there may be other brackets or ornamental or ornament remaining in place or these removed items may have been stored on site. In either case, these components can serve as a template to reconstruct replacements. In other cases, there may be several severely damaged components that can be disassembled and reassembled into one or more reconstituted versions of the original style component. Many modern materials, for example, structural foams, plastics, and recycled rubber used in new construction are 
intended to simulate the appearance of a more traditional material. Like other modern synthetic materials, these potential replacement elements must be evaluated totally for physical compatibility, long-term durability, and expected maintenance requirements as compared to the wood they are flanked by. I mean, just like uh, years of, of restoring furniture, you don't want to repair an area, um, uh, could be a Dutch, you know, like a Dutch patch or any type, uh, a, a sprig of molding, uh, and you put it in and it looks good for the first five years and all the, the sixth year all of a sudden it shows through like a sore thumb because as the components are breaking and breaking down and getting used to their position it may take several years as opposed to going and, and going the extra mile and finding original style fabric and using it original finishes that this will never ever break away from what the original look and feel of the, of the balance of the terrain of the piece uh, is. So, so just be aware. So unfortunately, there are often were many cases where original porch has been completely removed or remodeled so that the direct physical evidence of the original materials, ornamental features, and construction methods has been totally lost. In this case, use other research methods to determine what the porch previously looked like. Photographs may be unobtainable from the local tax office, historic archives, neighbors, and or previous homeowners. Other methods include interviewing previous residents and neighbors, reviewing local historical society resources, and if the house is prominent, reviewing local newspaper articles and photographs. If no such documentation is available, then the design can be based in part on compatible porches in the immediate neighborhood, because chances are there were carpenters in the same time frame building similar porches onto these houses and as well as other components. When the subject building is in the historic district or otherwise subject to standards, documentation on how the proposed replacement porch will conform to the historic appearance of the original construction must be presented for review. In many instances, an existing porch that has been enclosed or extensively remodeled can remain in place without violating design guidelines. However, if the existing porch is removed, the replacement porch must meet the design and material compatibility requirements of the reviewing agency. The documentation prepared should support the design decisions made in arriving at the design of the replacement porch. One common issue in the design of replacement porches is the height of the railings. Modern building codes require minimum railing heights based on modern safety parameters. For houses located in historic districts, this restriction should be, should be waived to ensure the visual historic integrity of the house. And if your local historical society or your um, local town doesn't understand it, try and make them alter the byline laws. So that finishes up with entrances and porches. Um, this is part two. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservation, is signing out. And uh, also, if you want to see, have more visuals than just a podcast, follow us on the Historic Preservationist one word on Instagram, the Historic Preservationist on YouTube, our YouTube channel, 
and uh, the historic preservationists on IGTV. So thanks everyone for listening.